Welcome back to JV to the Pros. I'm Jack Vecchio with my partner, Corey Ramsey. Absolutely. And I'm here with Paco, the last man standing. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Robin genius. with the Y in the nest. Yeah, producer extraordinaire. Couple things. Last week, I uh, I know we, a couple weeks back we talked about some scary movies and stuff, and I did loan you Funny Games, and it didn't play. It didn't play. It's a fake, and there are so many typos on the back. I was reading it, and I'm like, oh my god! Wait a minute, it was a pirated no, no, version. No, was, no, no, I I actually purchased it. Well, you got ripped off. Oh, because well, really? Yeah, it, it didn't play? play. No. I'm gonna pull it right out of Donnie Brasco. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. It's a fugazi. I want to know, how did you know that that was a fugazi? How did you know? How did you know? How did you know? He's doing old Pacino. Because I'm Don the jeweler. Oh, you know Pacino, I actually had some episodes of CBS Sunday Morning on the DVR. So I went back and I was thinking, okay, they're going to start deleting. And the one I played this weekend was one that had a whole piece on the Irishman, it was not a normal seven-minute piece. It was like 15, 16 minutes, and it had Pacino, De Niro, they had Pesci on it, and they were sitting there talking. I thought, boy, this is really interesting because because oh, yeah. Scorsese, he and De Niro have known each other since they were 16. I didn't know that and, either. And Pacino had never worked with Scorsese in his career. This was the first time they worked together, and it went so well, and the whole Hoffa thing, I'm fascinated with the Hoffa thing. I mean, I, I just, that whole gimmick of, like, he's buried in Giants stadium sure. and i knew that wasn't it but i've got a surprise for you guys hang on a sec let me see. we like surprises what do you is it food what is it oh he's reaching for his phone hang on no just bear with me i know when i know what's supposed to happen okay off. what is he doing should i go on speak should i go on speaker is he going for his rolodex what is he doing he's calling somebody hang on tony yeah it's jack how you doing man good how are you hey, good you know we we were having a uh we were having a conversation um about um, some movies and Scorsese came up and I said that I had um, I had you know watched this thing on CBS Sunday morning about Scorsese and Pacino and I thought wait a second we're sitting there having this conversation and a friend of mine is in The Irishman and I thought okay explain first of all what you were doing on The Irishman and um, and it also explain who you could have possibly been working with that you didn't get the chance to <laughs> Our producer Robin is here, and my partner oh, yes, Corey okay. is here. And Tony, okay. I'm your new friend on Facebook. Thank you for accepting yes, my request. He goes, yes, That's I right, know. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just saw it and accepted it a few minutes ago. He just saw it and accepted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right on. So, so what I want, getting on the set, working with Scorsese, right. I know that I talked to you one day when you were on the set, and you were very candid about the fact that you felt like this kind of an acting experience, you should be paying oh. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like uh, I actually had I had two days on it, and I, you know, I I lost a lot of what was in the, on the first day. I didn't make that cut, but the second day, I'm in the I'm I'm walking uh, Pacino down and out of the car uh, at the corridor of uh, the prison. It's a prison scene, and uh, but just watching these guys work, just watching Scorsese work, and 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 that that caliber of talent. I mean, I, I said you you can learn more if you're really paying attention. In those two days, then you could probably learn in most four-year film schools if you're really paying attention. That's what I said. And that's the truth because it's just amazing. I mean, Rodrigo Prieto, who was the DP on that film, you know, he's going to be nominated for an Academy Award. He won the Academy Award for Brokeback Mountain. I mean, uh, everybody on that cast and that crew was just top-notch. So, I mean, Scorsese was all top-notch people. It was a great, the greatest experience for me that I've ever, you know, 
uh, had in, in my acting career. So this so, this uh, is the crown jewel of, of uh, your acting of, career? Yeah, right, right now I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, you know, unless I actually win something myself, like an Academy Award or something, that would this would be the crown jewel right now. Yeah, now, you're not, I mean, you're not exactly rubbing it in because uh, when you called me and said that this was an opportunity and I said... Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, I know someone had to be out in California doing another project. <laughs> I won't mention names, uh, yeah, Jackie O. But, um, you know, but that's the way it works. What are you going to do? I mean, actually, we, we had... We held, we held up production for a few days waiting for you to get out there. It never <laughs> happened. So basically, that's why actually the budget was $100 million waiting for you. It went up about $40 million, so. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. The thing is, I gave my word to be in California on another project. And I tell you what, yeah. I got on that plane and it broke my heart. It broke my heart. No yeah, one, well, and then when I, when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, my God, you're having so much fun. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a great experience for me, and like, and and I play a, a federal prison guard, Louis, Louisburg prison guard, and uh, Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa, obviously, and this is on the day he's being released from prison. You know, I get to myself and another a guard get to escort him out, and uh, we shot this scene on a very cold December day in a uh, a wing in the Queens New York Detention Center. It's a real, it was an active prison, but this particular wing they closed off just for TV and film. And it wasn't really well heated. And, you know, Pacino comes in. It's like the second shot of the day. Right before that, I think they were working with Ray Romano. And and the scene Ray Romano and De Niro in another part of the prison. But anyway, he comes in. And he's he's 78 years old at the time. He's a little bit like he's still cold and frozen from coming outside. And uh, and we had to do the scene about probably, I'd say we did about 15, 16 takes. Only because, and you say, well, it's 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 an easy scene walking down the corridor. But only because uh, we had to paste it several different times. You wanted to paste several different times. And then, of course, they had on the set, they had what they called this, um, I guess, age and movement uh, consultant, so to speak. You know, because uh, these guys, I mean, Pacino's playing Hoffa at 46, 47, but he's actually 78 years old. So the way he was holding himself at times, his posture and the way he was walking, you know, they had to cut it through it again. The guy came over and said, uh, Al, um, He's supposed to be 46, 47 in this scene. So watch your posture, watch your, you know. And uh, so every time in between the takes, you know, he started jumping up and down and doing jumping jacks. And he looked at the other guy and said, I got to be 46, I got to be 47. I got to be 46, I got to be 47. <laughs> you know, I got to be 46, I got to be 47. And then we started walking a little faster, a little slower. So, you know, but that was, uh, you know, that was, it was a great, it was a great opportunity for me. I mean, just standing there and, you know, when we're in between takes, you know, standing next to Pacino, listening to the direction we're getting from Scorsese. I, you know, I said, please, no one pinch me and wake me up. I don't want my alarm clock to go off. <laughs> like something, something I wait for my whole life, basically. Now, basically, I got this opportunity. I wish it was more, but I'm very happy for the opportunity. I got. Well, and the other thing is, uh, um, I hadn't told anybody that. I hadn't told uh, the crew here either. You're actually in the movie trailer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, don't blink. That was a very quick, yeah, the final trailer, I am in the final trailer. Real, real, real quick. But um, <laughs> I mean, it, real, made, real, real, it real. made me sit there and think, boy, should I have gotten on that plane or should I have, real, real, I should, real, I should real, have had them do a rush call and get somebody else? Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, and you know, the funny thing is that I never, I was never even submitted for it and I never uh, thought I was going to get even a call for it. And then basically, I, one day, I, they're in the middle of production, I get a text message from casting director asking me, are you available to work on The Irishman? I said, uh, let me let me let me check my calendar. Okay, I took my calendar. When do I start? You know, I mean, are you kidding me? So, I mean, that was yeah. When do I go? I had to go for a fitting. It, you know, for the, for the now. This is a this is a really rare thing that they release it in the theaters, and it's on Netflix. 
It's on Netflix starting tonight, midnight tonight. Yeah, I, actually, um, I, I went to go, yes. I went to check it out, and yes. literally, well, we're three hours behind out here. Right, but right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I cannot wait. Three hours and forty million dollars behind, according to Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, well, I tell you what, I I I'm, I was so impressed with the with the interview, and I didn't realize they have like four different trailers. Um, oh yeah, yeah on the on the Netflix thing, I I don't think I've ever seen that where they had four different trailers, four different perspectives on the movie, and yeah. um, the other thing now now tell me if this if 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 this kind of uh, reminded you of anything. Have you ever seen the uh, Stallone movie Fist? Yes. Yes. Okay. You remember when uh, Johnny Kovac gives that um, speech where he's talking about how everything on wheels will belong to us. Right. We're gonna own everything on wheels. When he gives when when Pacino gives that speech that if you yeah. went to the gas station today, mm-hmm. that gas got there because a truck brought it there. Right. And if exactly. you have furniture in your house, you bought that furniture because a truck, truck. brought the furniture. Yeah. Right. What a great speech. That was a great that was a great wow. scene. I mean that I mean, I mean that, that the way he delivered yeah. that speech, I thought, Oh my yep. god, that was great. And yeah, you know, Hoffa Hoffa is actually one of my I, I he's one of my heroes, and and I mean I think without Hoffa we would have been in, in, in a we would have been a country of slaves because oh, I think big yeah. business would have crushed the working man. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think Hoffa Hoffa stood up, and I mean he he, you know he's a small man with a big heart and a lot of attitude, and he wasn't yeah, backing well, that was, down. Yeah, and and apparently that got him in trouble according to this film. So I also saw the interview with the guy who claimed to have killed him, and the right. guy gave that interview. Um, I think it was a month before he died and right. and he told it and people that specialize in being able to te- detect uh, um, deception said this right. guy was uh, on the money and when yeah. he talks about two bullets in the head in that house in Detroit and mm-hmm. the fact that you know the idea that they would have buried him in Giant Stadium and, and left oh, a yeah, tomb yeah, that's, that's, ridiculous yeah, that's, uh, the, I would have thought they would have either shredded him in, in some sort of meat shredder or a wood chipper. Yeah. But when he said, right. no, we took him to the funeral home and he was right. incinerated. There was That's no it. doubt he wouldn't be found. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. thought yeah. I mean, you're on was, the set a, of this great, that was a mafia wives tale, mafia wives tale with the giant stadium. Right. The giant stadium. Because, yes. um, cause when the new manager took over, um, giant stadium before they built uh, MetLife, the mm-hmm. first thing she did was put on the uh, tote board outside. He's not buried yeah. under here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which, as a Jets fan, I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, really. Exactly. I mean, what a great sense of humor. But when they, took, yeah. when they tore down Giant Stadium, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this, but they no. tore down Giant Stadium very slowly just in case really? he was in there somewhere. Ah, really? Yeah, because they thought, okay, if there's any truth to that rumor, they would love to find the bones. So they broke up the chunks of cement in pieces smaller than Hoffa's body. Wow. And I thought, very interesting. They mulched it to make sure there were bones Someone thought maybe there was a possibility, I guess. They they wanted to erase the idea that that was a possibility, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. So so yeah. okay. So now let's talk about let's talk about your other project, uh, Street Smarts. Now now yeah, the audience smart, doesn't yeah. know about that. So 
Bring them up to speed. Right. Everyone knows well, about the Irishman. Everyone knows right. the see and the Irishman. Everyone knows we're friends. Um, right. But so, everyone knows that I blew the opportunity to work with you on that. You and I could have been. <laughs> yep. You and I could have been flanking Pacino in that scene. It could have been you. You could yeah. have been the other guard. Well, it, would, it would have been mostly you looking at that scene. You were perfect in that scene. Oh my well, God, yeah, you were perfect. You they, reminded well, they, me. They, of, you reminded me of Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, that's what it, actually that's what it reminds me of. It. Uh, yeah, or that or the Green Mile or whatever the case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, remember the but Shawshank Redemption with the. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought well, yeah. you look just like that guy, and I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. I don't know if Scorsese did that on purpose or what, but let's well, talk. About- I mean, I, well, it was a haircut. They gave me a nice haircut. They did. The, they did. The, they they were the makeup and wardrobe people were great on that for everybody. So I tell you, they, it was it was a great. That was a great production. Yeah, they but, spared. Uh, they spared no expense. They spared yeah, no yeah. expense. No, no, not, not, not at all. So I I, I cannot wait yeah. to watch it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So talk to me about Street Smarts. Yeah. So Street Smart. Well, Street Smart is my own creation. I created it. I'm writing it and I'm co-starring in it. And it's uh, it's about the uh, the opioid addiction epidemic that's uh, you know plaguing the country right now. Basically. Basically, it's a very important topic, and and um, I'm writing it as a series. We finished a proof of concept, what we call proof of concept pilot episode for it, and um, I have several of the episodes already written um, and ready to go. And we, you know, it's going to be uh, we're going to focus on various aspects of this epidemic, not just these typical stereotypical. You know, it's about a junkie in rural America, and uh, you know they're all they're, they're poor, and this is why they get involved in this. We're gonna we're gonna go across all socioeconomic levels. We're gonna investigate how it affects middle class, upper middle class, single moms, teenagers. I mean, uh, I, I you know how, I'm so how, glad how the, how the I'm so glad you're taking the, that 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 perspective on it because people think well, yeah, people think it's it's either a, a low income socioeconomic situation. No, it does not discriminate. People on opioids no, are, are rich not. in the best neighborhoods in the world, and people on well, opioids absolutely. that are hooked on opioids are in the worst areas in the world. That's it does, true. It does I mean, not I, I, know your, your financial situation. Absolutely, and that's that's what I want to focus on. And we're going to also focus on some of the doctors that unintentionally got their patients hooked, and some of the doctors that are actually uh, you know helping uh, create this problem by by doing things that well, there, there were raids you know in certain uh, parts of the country where um, these doctors were actually selling pills and, and not writing prescriptions for them. We want to touch on how the big pharmaceutical companies are involved in this a little bit, how they're responsible. You know, so we're going to go across the board with this. And uh, and then, of course, we've embedded the commercial element. There's also drug cartels and there's an organized crime family element to it. So um, you know, wherever there, right, wherever right there's now, money to be made, like in a situation like that, wherever there's money to be made, sure, people are going right. to figure out a way to wire it through. And, oh, and absolutely, yeah, I mean that's just that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, there there, there have been stories where I mean, um, believe it or not, there there was a dentist somewhere I think in West Virginia or Ohio somewhere that was actually pulling good teeth on people that really needed this this medication and couldn't he couldn't write it he had to justify writing. So they, they, they agreed to have him pull a, a good tooth so he could write out a you know, pain medication. I mean, it's kind of that bad with some people. Uh, plus no, no, no. You want to know? You want to know something funny? Um, when I was when I was in New York uh, a couple of years ago, um, mm-hmm. a dental a dental organization. I'm not going to say which one. Um, did that to me, and really? did a temporary cap on my tooth and wanted to keep right. me on opioids 
to monitor the pain. And they did that actually until the tooth fell out. And now they're being brought up before the dental board on on professional malpractice uh, charges. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to get into who it is, but, but you know what? They're taking it seriously and it's everywhere. So, um, but, um, but I'll tell you what, um, Tony, I want to, I want to thank you, you know, as a friend, I want to thank you. I'm going to have you come back on the show. Because okay. um, the show's great. about 30, 40 minutes. So, I mean, you and I could end up talking for hours. I know that. Yeah. And we'll, well, next time we have you on, you and I will talk, we'll talk about uh, when we went to Little Italy last time. And, yeah. and we'll, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that now. Certainly not with the okay. holidays upon us. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about how much fun we had. And, um, and I've got something coming up that I, that I want to talk to you about. So we'll, we'll okay. discuss it later. But I want to thank you very, well, yeah, very much for being I, on yeah, the show. I'm hoping you and I can work on this too. We get, we get speech on off the ground and, uh, you know, you make sure you come out to New York this time. I, I, you know what? You slot my time. I'm there. I, you know, I'm reliable. If I say I'll be somewhere, I'll be there. You got it. Good. All right, Tony. Thank you so very <laughs> well, thank much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, everybody. Bye, All right. Tony. Bye, Bye Tony. Thanks you. a lot. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk Take to you care, soon. Jack. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Tony Welch from The Irishman, and he's got some other projects coming up. And what we'll do is um, we're going to take a little break and say hello to our sponsors and let them get a word in edgewise. And then we're going to be back on the other side, and we'll cover the topics of the day. This is JV to the pros, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Thanks a lot. SoCal Hemp Co., There's a good reason why CBD oils are all the healing rage. CBD oils relieve pain and soreness in joints, lower back, and soft tissues naturally. SoCal Hemco provides ultimate quality CBD oils for all your pain relief needs. Natural solutions for pain relief are the intelligent, logical solution for a better quality of life. Opioids have been exposed as a life-threatening form of pain management. CBD oils have been proven to ease and relieve pain, stiffness, soreness, and aches all over your body with a completely natural approach that has been proven to work and work well. Go to SoCal Hemp Co. and put it in the promo code JV to the pros and receive 10% off all orders of $25 or more. Remember, use the promo code JV to the pros and get your CBD oils for relief of pain and injuries from arthritis, age, or anything else that may be causing you discomfort. CBD oils at SoCal Hemp Co. is your path to becoming pain-free. Welcome back to JV to the Pros. I'm Jack Vecchio with my partner, Corey Ramsey. And now we're going to start attacking some topics of the day. Come on, Corey, go for it. Last thing about Scorsese, and then we're going to move on, is just, you know, with him, he's such a great director. Don't trash other films. You know, I mean, he caused oh, yeah, the Marvel fire. comics. Yeah, movies. I mean, he was, you know, trashing the Marvel comics. No, but he has a point. Who's to say his art is better than the right. art Keep of, your of mouth comic book? Is... Guys, it's like this. He had to go to Netflix to get the Irishman made because nobody in, in the Hollywood studio system wanted to take a risk on it. But he's mad that other studios are making comic book movies when he has been making gangster movies. For 30 years or 35 years. And there are plenty of people that find that right. offensive. Right. It's whatever genre of entertainment you find entertainment entertaining. The other thing is, if people want to go see a comic book movie, they have that option. And it's still art. The thing is, he was expressing his frustration to get his films made. Is Scorsese made Mean films. Streets in the 70s. Yeah. At that time, if they had been making comic book movies... They would have failed. A corporation has the only obligation is to generate profits. That's right. So that's, that's right. why they're doing But this. the industry has evolved. And because of special effects and CG, you can make comic book 
characters come to life. You couldn't have done that in the 70s. What's CG? He said, he said I'm, I'm a dinosaur. They will not invest in me anymore because the money it takes for me to make a movie like I like to make it, these kind of movies can't be made anymore. They won't invest the money. That's why it had to be a collaborative effort between the studio and Netflix. And Netflix didn't hesitate. They said, we're all in because Netflix can afford to take the hit. They put it out in the theater to make it eligible for the Academy Awards. Well, of course, Spielberg uh, doesn't feel the need to trash other people. Okay, and he's, so all, he's above so all it. I'm saying is, yeah. yeah, all I'm saying is just be above it. You're great. I acknowledge you're great. We all acknowledge right. he puts out great be films. Be gracious. Yes, don't it's trash. Not that hard. Don't trash other other films. That's yeah. Right. It's not for anybody to say any form of entertainment is less than the form of entertainment you're providing. You're not the funnel. You know, we're talking about people that just you know shoot their mouths off. What's up with this Miles uh, Miles Garrett thing here? That's still going on. Oh, that's that's ugly. That is yeah. Gotten ugly. It's gotten worse now. So now he makes ugly. claims that Mason Rudolph has made some racial slurs. He said during that that yeah, melee in the. He said during the melee in the game. That's what it, that's what incited him to hit him with the helmet. And he wouldn't lead. You wouldn't lead with that because I can assure you, if I was out on that field. I would lead with that. Yes, that's why I tried to crack his And the first open. thing he did was apologize for his behavior, saying he got caught up in the moment. He didn't say I got caught up in the moment because I was incited. He said I got caught in the, caught up in the moment. I shouldn't have done that. What happened that night is clearly not consistent with his past behavior. But this was concocted as a legal strategy to get Miles Garrett and get his suspension reduced. I'll tell you right now, I would have a problem with you if you did that. For going with it. Yes, for right. going with I it. I agree with you. Agree with you completely. All right, well, what's next, just, I think we're just about heading into sports. Are we right? walking into we sports? Have to, we have oh, to hang that. on a sec. Hang on a sec. Wait, you, on. you brought a surprise to the show. I did. You did. Yes, I brought a surprise. We have a big-time varsity letterman lacrosse player here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, introduce yourself. Come on. So introduce yourself there. What's your name? All right, nice. Junior, I'm your No, you're senior. Oh, yeah, or senior. Wait a second. Did you hang on? Okay, let's Is somebody doing game. your homework for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, doesn't know, he doesn't know if he's a junior or a senior. Okay, that's scary. So if you show up next year and they say you don't go here anymore, you know you are a senior, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, he's uh, in the process of um, submitting applications for college. So. Really? Yeah. Where, where are you going to, man? Yeah, where are you interested in going? Uh, right now, my number one school is UCLA. That's the yes. Go Bruins. Yes. Oh, definitely. My dream yep. school. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, if you end up going to UCLA, my my best friend Paulie, his son went to UCLA. Paulie. Paulie. And Paulie's son, Vinny, led the led the oh, whole country is it in your stolen cousin, bases. Vinny? My goodness. For baseball? He, he's, yeah, he, play, he played baseball. And he actually was heading for a professional career. So he would gladly help you with anything you need if you go to UCLA. Because he, he actually got an engineering degree from UCLA. Mm. Then went back. And got and got his law degree, so now he's an engineer and he's a lawyer. So Vinny is an overachiever. See, so you should become a lawyer. You can like do Uncle anything Ray. you want. <laughs> hey, this is the time to take advantage. You got everything on your side, man. So yeah. nothing but the world in front of you. So Damien, why don't you briefly tell us uh, lacrosse and what you do on the team? You're a varsity letterman. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do on the team? What's and your position? this year. And everything. And this year you're going to be... Team captain. Yes. So, so you're going to uh, be the captain of the team. What's the name of your team? Uh, we are the Mir Mason Marauders. Yeah, many and what is your play, position? Uh, I play defense, which uh, I use a six-foot pole to uh, defend 
attackmen from getting getting to the goal. But um, in my earlier years, I switched around the field, so I'm capable of playing all positions on the field. Well, you know, let let our listeners know. I mean, you're a really big guy. How how tall are you? Uh, I'm five nine. Five nine. No, no, no. He's, he's not. Like he's not. He's really. He's yeah, really. Because I just stood next to you. And I'm a little <laughs> over six foot. I know you're not five nine. Yeah. Okay. So I'm about five. And what, and what do you weigh? Uh, I weigh about a uh, hundred eighty pounds. Okay, uh, listeners. I bumped into him in between in between like the commercials running. He's like solid as stone. I bumped into him and realized I'm not gonna be able to push him out of the way. And I said, "Excuse me, <laughs> this is my boy. This is my baby." He's rock solid, and I'll tell you what: you're 180 pounds of muscle. Because I mean, I really kind of thought I'd shove you out of the way like a New York subway, <laughs> and you didn't move. And and I don't even think if you knew I was behind you. Yeah, I definitely didn't. <laughs> so, Damien, why don't you tell us? You know, so you've been in lacrosse. Is it three years now? Yes. So why don't you tell us about how you've been able to improve? I started sports at a really young age, and uh, I kind of, you know, got the skills and how to learn how to, you know, or hand-eye coordination is a very important, like, skill that I had to learn. And uh, playing football, I, you know, got that pretty well. And uh, when I finished playing football around 12 years old, I decided I was done. I moved on to basketball, and uh, that really improved my, you know, stamina and my ability to see uh, a playing field or a court. Because, now, were you a guard? Uh, yes, I was no. a shooting guard. Okay. And so uh, moving on from basketball, I started lacrosse in my sophomore year of high school. How did you get better? Because I remember when I first watched you into what you are now, you've improved so much. Is there anything particular? Raw thirst for just, like, dominating. That's okay. that's what's enjoyable uh, about lacrosse. It's like you play a game, and yeah, you might be tired, but you want to go home and just be able to kill it the next day because okay. yeah, it's 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 nice going from one of the worst players on the team to now the top five. It's really good, and that's what it takes in sports. Is you know, is dedication, you know, hard work, and uh, you know, improvement. And of course, you know, I mean, I've been with you for all these years to watch you improve. Back when you were little, and I used to announce your games. He was little. <clears throat> Yeah, he was once he was once very little. And of my three, he was the tiniest of the three. Really? And yes, he was six fifteen or six thirteen when he was born. He's just an itty bitty wow. little thing. And he's grown up to this fine young man. Wow. Would you like to play in college, lacrosse? That's one thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh if I do end up going to UCLA, uh they have a lacrosse team. It's a it's a pretty good team. It's not necessarily, you know, a um nationally ranked team, but is definitely a team that I could possibly walk on to. Who's your basketball team before we roll into football? Trailblazers. Okay, definitely so the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers. No, no, who's your NBA team? Portland Trailblazers. Are they still in the NBA? Oh, yes. yes. They are. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> All right. Let's roll into okay. uh, football and picks and everything. David, though. thanks for joining us, man. You're Thank wonderful. You. And have a happy Thanksgiving. And we're going to get into the NFL, and we'll find out how I did over here against Corey, my, my arch right. Stay with us, Damien. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You might help us make some choices here. So this week, uh, we actually did pretty all right. We all got nine rights. Jack got ten. So I maintain my lead. That's what it's all about. I I know I got ten. So we're tied for this week. What's the the total count? Oh, so Corey has 56 and uh, Jack has 43. All right. So I'm still 13 back? 56 to 43. You haven't now, lost any ground. I'll tell you something interesting. It's a very good baseball record. Wait, now, hang on. We, we tried to predict the total score in Monday Night Football, oh, and I said it would be 48, yes. and you said 54, yes. and it was 51, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are the games okay, this week? So this week we've got uh, Bears at the Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Lions always play on Thanksgiving. Okay. So uh, Lions bear- and Bears. Oh, my. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And she can't say my homies. Right. Okay. Oh my. Because you guys say it every week. All right. So what do you got? Give it a rest. Lions and Bears. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bears on this. You you and Trubisky, you just can't get away from that. Oh, because I I don't trust the Bears. I don't trust the Bears, but I think, is Stafford playing, by the way? Is he still out? I think he's coming back this week, but I'm not positive. Don't hold me to that. But I I thought last week was his last week out. If Driscoll is playing, and I don't know this, and I probably should know this, uh, but if Driscoll is playing, then I would certainly go with the Bears. Well, we don't know, so well, Bears you got to you got to make your pick. Bears. Are I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bears, and <laughs> I'll have a caveat. I'm with the Bears. I'm with the Bears also. Oh. All right, we got the Bills at the Cowboys. That's also a Thanksgiving game. At the Cowboys, well, Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. The, the, the Lions and Cowboys play every Thanksgiving, yeah. no matter what. Okay. So um, they they own that day. But and then there's a third game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who do you got? So I got to pick first all the time. No, no, okay. I'll go. I'll go first. All right, go I'm ahead. Gonna, I think the Bills are for real. I'm taking the Bills. I don't think the Cowboys are for real. I think the Bills are for real. I think this is typical up and down Cowboys. And I think the Cowboys are going to win this. Okay. Everybody's Whoa. against them. And I think they're going to pull it out. They gave the Patriots a run for their money, right? Yes, they did. And I chose... it, was, it was a game nobody wanted to win. We'll get into that in a little bit. I chose the Bills. All right. So then we have the Saints at the Falcons. That's the third Thanksgiving game. Now, you that would be a tough game. Carolina last week with the Saints. Absolutely, the Saints should have lost that game. Nobody yes. misses a 20-yard field goal. Yeah. <laughs> 20-yard game winner, and he missed it. I mean, it's like kicking it in your kitchen. It's a division game, but I will pick the Saints. But the Saints aren't looking all that good. No, Saints Saints looked bad, yeah. actually. They, they looked, they looked weak. Look they looked that, ugly. They don't look all that good. Um, I'm going to stay with the Saints because i got to stay with the Saints. And I'm going with the Saints also. Okay. Okay, we've got Titans at Colts. Now, this might be a good game. A slugfest. I'm going to go with the Colts on this. I'm going with the Titans. Brissett is back, so I'm going to go I'm ahead gonna go and, with the Titans. and pick them, and the Colts are tough at home. And I'm going with the Titans also. All right. All right. This is going to be a good game. Uh-huh. 49ers at Ravens. Oh, wow. Well, I think it's Could probably a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, I think it's likely a Super Bowl uh, preview. These are the two teams that are playing the best right now, without mm-hmm. a doubt. I mean, Lamar Jackson lights out. Wow. I have to say, he's now ahead of Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. He has, he has taken the lead. At 22. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And his debut on Monday Night Football threw for five touchdowns. Yeah. No one's ever done that in the history of Monday Night Football. Marvelous Lamar. Yeah. So, I mean, he is, I mean, he's pretty special. So, is so, it safe to say you're going for the Ravens? I'm going to go with the Ravens. I just think um, the league has not caught up to what they're doing. Okay. I am going to go with... The Niners. Ooh. I like that defense a lot. It reminds me of Dana Stubblefield back in the day in '94. And that, yeah, that, yeah. Well, I have to say, this was, for me was a game day decision because I, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to joke go with the Niners or the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. You know, the Ravens? Yeah, they're the home team. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have 
Bada bang the Jets at the Bengals. <laughs> Bada bang the Jets at the Let Bengals. Let me guess. Jugs going with the Jets. I, yeah, I am going with the Jets on that game. Yeah. I mean, you the know, Bengals didn't look awful last week, but uh, but the Jets have the number one rush defense in all of football. Yeah, I don't want to give you any free points, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and <laughs> go ahead and go with the Jets. I, boy, that Jets hat looks good on you. Right. That, oh, no, it's Patriots yeah, hat. It's Sorry. Patriots hat. <laughs> Never Jets. All right, I'm going with the Bengals. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, look what I got for a shirt on. Yeah. I may live in California, but I had New York Jets roots. <laughs> Does okay. that mean that tree died already? <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Raiders at Chiefs. Raiders at Chiefs. Now, do the Raiders recover from that beaten? No. By the way, the bet of the year this year would have been betting the Jets to score 34 points in three consecutive yes. games. 10,000 to one in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That was the bet of the year. Mm-hmm. So uh, Raiders at... Chiefs. Chiefs. Mm. I'm going with the Chiefs. I don't have any faith in I'll that. take the Raiders. Oh, nice. We'll take the Raiders. Okay. And I'm going for the Chiefs also, and Damien is nodding. He would choose the, the Raiders also. I mean, the Chiefs also. You're a Chiefs guy? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Next, we've got the Eagles at the Dolphins. <laughs> Joke game. Yes. Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia. I mean, I, I just, Miami not is. Even worth my, yeah. Discussing. Uh, okay. Then we won't. Redskins at Panthers. That's going to be a decent game. No, oh, the MVP is on that team. Oh. <laughs> that made me McCaffrey, laugh out loud. McCaffrey, McCaffrey. That's right. After three, after three games, I said he was the MVP. That made yeah, me. If it's a three-game season, no problem. Absolutely. Today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Every yeah, time I hear McCaffrey, I'm like, oh, he's the MVP. <laughs> you don't um, like you don't like Christian McCaffrey, huh? You know what? I don't I don't believe in him after I saw him run for 30 yards in an entire game. That's I'm like, somebody who's good is really good all the time. Time. Well, that's going to happen. So, that's going to happen. Okay. You play against a really good D. That's well, and, and you know, I was going to discuss with you is that the Ram, you know, um, Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What has happened to him? He ran for 30 yards again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's just not doing it. Like, it's not there anymore. Not there. The magic is gone with him. Uh, what was the... What, what was the... Uh, Redskins the at Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Panthers. Hold for Panthers? one second. Okay. All right, Redskins, uh, go, go. Redskins at Panthers. What's your pick? I'm going to take the Panthers. Panthers, okay. Right. I said Panthers. Oh, Panthers, okay. And I'm going for the Panthers also. All right. Next, we've sweet. got the Packers at the Giants. Now, now, tell me something. Now, Sorry. was it was it the greatness of the Niners, or were the Packers exposed? Both. Yeah, I think so. Both also. And I think. Here's I think something so. else too. That's sneaky. Aaron Rodgers is declining. He's going to be 36 here next week. So so just keep that in mind. He is slightly declining. He's still in the top 10, unlike I know, Brady. I know ESPN, I know they try to pump him up because they hate the Patriots so much, and they try to say, oh, uh, you know, from a talent yeah. perspective, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is the greatest quarterback. No, he's not, the great, he's not the greatest quarterback. Uh, exactly. That's not it's it. just it's such a you joke. Know. So, hey, give me a break. So it's Packers and? Yeah, so Packers, Packers will Giants. win that game. At Giants. Giants are pathetic. Yeah, I take yeah. the Packers. That's easy. Okay. I think it's easy, but you know that's remember. Well, the Packers. Yeah. If the Packers lose that, I mean, then they don't even deserve. The remember, there was that great coach for the Jets. That's why they play the game. Hello, <laughs> you <laughs> play you to win the game. They play to win the game, Packers and they were two and five at the time, and they won the I, division. I miss him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, he's in Arizona now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back. Uh, I mean, sorry. Buccaneers at Jaguars. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Sounds like a cuss word. <laughs> Buccaneers. This is one of those pickups. At the Jaguars. I it's keep a saying coin about flip, the isn't Buccaneers. It? They can score. They can score. Now, but Winston he, is. Uh, Winston's good. He's good for two, at least two interceptions. Two turnovers, right. So, you know, he's going to throw for over 5,000 yards. You know that? Winston is? Yeah. No. Yes. He's Where's he at pace. now? I didn't he's even. I didn't, for all, boy, for talk about flying under the radar. Yards. I haven't heard any of well, that. That's because he's throwing like 165 interceptions. He's on pace, <laughs> he's on pace for that. Um, that's funny. Do those yeah. do those yards count in that count? Like he's throwing for 5,000. No, no, no. Oh, they okay. don't count again. But <laughs> but I mean, you look at Brett Favre. Brett Favre like threw a lot of interceptions. He threw like two seasons worth of interceptions at one point. You know. So um, okay. So um, we're gonna take Jaguars. You know what? I'm actually going to take the Buccaneers on this. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Okay, I'm going with Jacksonville. <gasps> I, I'm. I got Jacksonville on this. I, I don't like Jameis Winston. I don't like Jameis Winston. I think his. Not a, I think first of all, I think this is his last season in a Tampa yeah, Bay uniform, is. and I think he's a backup next year at best. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a radical. Good God, I take him in New England now. You would? Uh, yeah, oh my goodness. I'd take almost anybody right now in New England. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You mean you'd let him go into the New England area or you'd let him play for the New England? No, Patriots? I'd let him play for New England. That's how desperate I am right now. <laughs> let him get on a tour bus. Some quarterback play. <laughs> okay, All who's right. next? Next, we've got the Rams at the Cardinals. I don't know who to choose in this one. Oh, that's a tough they one. They both suck, right? The Rams well, are. They're, they're both underperforming for sure. Well, no, I think the Cardinals are right where they should be. I mean, they, they're starting a rookie QB. You are and what they, your record says you yes, are. Yes, they're starting a rookie crew, uh, QB and a rookie coach. I'm so gonna, I think I'm gonna they're jump okay. In. Arizona. You're going with Arizona? I'm going to go with the Rams. I, I think they're going to bounce back. I think there's that. something really wrong with the Rams. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I just think there's something so wrong with them right now. And I, I either they're out of sync or some, something. They're the NFC defending champions, mm-hmm. and there's something wrong with what because this team hasn't been dismantled. This is just ugly, mm-hmm. and it's not because it's the Ravens. No team should crush another team the way the Rams got. The Rams, the Rams got slapped around. They did. Yeah, I mean they got slapped around. I mean let's face it. All right, next we've got, and this is going to be a good one too. Browns at Steelers. <laughs> um, Browns at Steelers. <laughs> okay, it's a rivalry game. Yes, it is. All we need is McCaffrey. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, no, we need the homie. I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. On this, you are. Yeah, boy, we are I'm on going opposite the, sides. I'm of going that. with as the much Steelers. As I hate the Steelers. I picked them out. I got the Browns. All right, I got the Browns. The Browns. I got the Browns. You know what? Actually, I don't think I'm going to switch to the Browns. Just because of me? No, because I, it's like my ego. Right just this say moment, yes. It's okay. My you know, <laughs> Chargers at Broncos. Oh boy! <laughs> well, the Chargers suck wow. so bad. Carson City. Wow. Yeah. No, it's Carson it's City's in Denver. It's, it's in Denver. It's in Denver. All right. It's, it's in Denver. Denver. Yeah, Carson City will still will still mm. win that game. You think? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Give, give yeah, me Brandon Allen as a quarterback. 
Give me Denver. Give me Denver. Give me Denver. You notice that, Damien? They do like they, they do like no analysis. Just like um, yeah. No, you can't. You can't really. You can't really hear the coin flipping. <laughs> I mean, Chargers at, at the, but the Chargers at the Broncos. I'll bet you the spread is two and a half points, and and the home team, the home team gets gets three for being the home team. All right. All right. Next, we've got Sunday Night Football. We have the Patriots at the Texans. That's going to be your. That is going to be a good. Game. Yeah, that will be a good game. That'll be a nice Sunday night game. And so, my goodness, I've been picking against the Patriots for the last. Uh, I'm going against them this week. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm tipping my hand. That's okay. I'm going with Houston. Ooh. I'm going with Houston. I'm actually going to pick the Patriots this game. Nice. I have already picked them. You're taking the Patriots. It's in Houston, right? Yeah, it's it in is. Houston. Okay. Well. Okay, and then the Monday night football game. And Houston, there will be, be no problem. This is going to be a good one also, is the Vikings at Seahawks. Oh, Kirk Cousins. Monday night football. Ooh, and this is going to be a good game. I do think this is not going to be like last week's game. This is going to be a good Monday night game. I just have a lot of faith in the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. I, I'm, I'm picking the Seahawks. Give me the Vikings. Not a Give me the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. Yes. Kirk Cousins. Give me the Vikings. I, you know what? Teams chasing 20 at halftime are 1 in 100 from coming back. And the only one is Kirk Cousins who has ever done it. And can I just say this? Out of all the playoff teams right now, I mean, Tom Brady is just not looking good. And he just dropped out of the, the uh, rankings of top 10 quarterbacks. I mean, He's number 12 now. It's just, it's painful to watch. I mean, I love him. He's given me so much over the years. But as long as he gets but it's it time. He's not getting it. Yeah, done. he's not. He's not. And he's missing. It. He's mi- he yeah, missed yeah. Julian Edmond. He missed Julian Edmond with nobody around. For but five I mean, he's yards. missing all sorts of. Receipts. You know, he used to be able to hit a pinhole, yeah. and now he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. I mean, what I'm hoping for is that, I mean, if he can just string together. Three good games so they get into the playoffs. I never thought That's I'd it. say this, but as a Jets fan, I hope he plays three more seasons. Uh, he's not playing Just for keep him around I can now, tell you this. Now that he's sucking, I want him to stay. You heard it here. <laughs> this is his last season in New England. I'm telling you this right now. His last season in New England. So you this think he'll be prediction. backing up Darnold next year? No. <laughs> no, I think he's... No, I really don't. Do you know who Darnold plays for? I, See, now that's funny. Okay. <laughs> See, now that's funny. See? No, I See what I mean by no analysis, people? <laughs> No, three weeks in a row, the Jets have killed it. Three weeks in a row. I wanted to address that, actually. So, you know, I don't do any analysis. I already told you that. I go with my gut. And so I have specific to this list. I mean, I have a little bit of knowledge. I feel I have a fair amount of knowledge for about football and about the different teams. And I know I have specific teams. <laughs> here's, here, here's, fast. here's what you remind me of. You remind me of somebody who's been pulled over by the cops. Yeah. And there's somebody in the back seat that's a first-year law student and says, I'll handle this. <laughs> that's that guy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll fight it. <laughs> that's, that's what you remind me of. No, so I just have my problem gut. Here. I don't, so I don't we'll do enough. Analysis. I go with my gut. And so, I mean, I don't care about analysis. And I don't care. However I come up with my picks is how I come up with them. All right. But Tom Brady, I think he's... Um, yeah, I think Sucky. so. I think, I think, I think he's, he's going... 
Because he tarnishes legacy if he keeps here, going. At this here's rate. where I think he could go. Denver. Denver. Yes. I don't think he I goes anywhere. I don't think he goes anywhere. I don't think so. Either. I think I think for all the money he's made, all the fame he's, he wants to be. Per, he's not going to be Joe Namath going to the Rams. He's not playing until he's forty-seven. I'm telling you, that's no, what he said. I think now. he's. Yes. I think he's, he said. 47. I think you're right. I think he's done. I think the evidence is right there. The writing's right. on the wall. I think that he will not go and put another uniform on. He's oh, a god in New he England. He's got the money. He's I don't got think the rings. He, I don't think he needs to prove anything else. And the body of work speaks for itself. He does not go and put another team's uniform on and possibly play against his beloved Patriots. Here's what I'll say, because I know I know um, last man standing over there, he's going crazy right now because we're running overtime. Oh, yeah. Okay, but here's sorry, what I'll say. Go. Is that what you The greatest players in all the sports have played in other uniforms. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain. Joe Montana. After they did the Wayne, greatness on one Wayne team? Gretzky, yes. Oh, they okay. all yeah, have yeah, gone. True. So they okay. all yeah. have gone. Because he, so, he, played he played for the Oilers, and then he played for the Rangers. I mean, Wayne Gretzky is the greatest yeah, of all time. Yeah, he played for the Kings. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, he was in L.A. You know, he was in L.A. for a little while. Um, I mean, Michael Jordan uh, for the Wizards. I mean, come on, Jerry Rice for the Raiders. You remember I mean, the quarterback yeah. Joe Namath ended up facing late in the Super Bowl three? No, the I, Jets. I think, I think uh, Namath is a terrible quarterback, no, but, but go ahead. You want to know something? January 12th, 1969, if that day doesn't go like that for him, we don't even know who Joe Namath is. All right. But, I mean, that's all fairness. Joe Namath, great arm. He threw the ball, and he made it sizzle. Right. But the truth of the matter is, Joe Namath, you know, if he doesn't win discuss, that Super Bowl. Joe Namath in the same uh, breath as Tom Brady is ridiculous. All right. The greatest so NFL character in NFL history is Joe Namath. Okay, and uh, no, no one knows. That's right. a fact. Okay. okay, first of all, we'd like to thank Tony Welch for coming on. One of the one of the actors that was in The Irishman, and, and he has his own project coming up. We're going to discuss with him later. Uh, we'd like to thank David Williams. The man, the man, Mr. Lacrosse. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was our pleasure. And myself, Jack Vecchio, we want to wish all of you a very happy Thanksgiving, and we thank you very much for listening to the podcast every week. This is JV to Pros with Corey Ramsey. He's going to sign off. Going to sign off here with Paco, last man standing. Hello, that's right. Robin Hawaii in the nest. That's right, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Be happy kind Thanksgiving. to one another. Dinner,